Hello. Hello and hello. Welcome. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello. Everyone does uh Hello. Everyone does Adele and uh uh what's his face? Um oh god. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, he's on American all, Idol right now. All I can think of is is Ricky Ricardo, which is not um, right. No, no, no. What's what is his name? I've lost his Lionel name. Richie. Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. Wow, I was trying to start with Richie and I couldn't get anywhere. Anyway, <laughs> everyone does those songs, but I was I was thinking of Vertigo by U2. Hello, hello. Hello. I'm at a Say goodbye. <laughs> I don't know why you say goodbye. I say hello. Anyway, there's a lot of songs with hello. Welcome to TBA, trying basically anything. It's a yes. podcast about new experiences. Uh, I'm Andrew. I'm Nick. We are the boys. We're some basic bitches. <laughs> We're just some basic bros. Who have we've tried things in our lives? We've experienced experiences like everyone has, but uh, we also tend to get stuck in ruts of doing routine things that we're used to. We got comfort zones, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, definitely. Oh yeah, I, I definitely. It, do. It's called comfort zone for a reason. It's very comfortable. <laughs> Good point. And so, part of the reason for this podcast is an excuse to both introduce each other to new things and to try things together that neither of us have ever tried. Um, In this case, uh, this week, I had tried a version of this thing, uh, but not the specific version. And and Nick, had you ever tried it before? I would say so. I kind of, I don't know why I didn't speak up before, but I would say I have because um, growing up, I did karate and that was part of it was doing meditations and like stuff like that. Ah, yes. So meditation is the topic. Uh, I didn't know that. I First of all, karate was on my list of, of uh, <laughs> things I wanted to try. So now well, I'm sad. Uh, if, <laughs> don't do the karate school I went to. I'm not going to name names because I'm not going to name trash any businesses. But basically... It wasn't the best karate school. I'll just say that. Got it. It was almost basically like uh, if you showed up, you'd you'd advanced, even if you were crappy. Ah, so you just didn't feel like the growth that you had was really earned. Like you didn't feel like you had really made progress. No. Plus, I found bo- if I after I found it very boring. Mm. So, all right, maybe maybe uh, together in the future we can try something like. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Or, oh, that or would be fun. I wouldn't be trying to MMA, not karate. <laughs> yeah, something different uh, than what you've done. I'd love to try MMA classes. I would too. I'm intimidated, but excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> In this case, I had done meditation before as well. But my experience was very limited, and it was not really by choice, kind of like what you were saying with uh, karate. Uh, I was part of a, um, a a drama, like a theater group, where um, during a special like multi-week class, 
uh, the instructor who I still know to this day, who's an awesome person. So I will, I, I, I still don't know if I, I won't name names uh, for her, you know, privacy, but it's not a negative experience. Um, she was, she was good, but I was weirded out by the concept of meditation and I had a lot of baggage, uh, which I wanted to talk about. That's one of the things I thought would be interesting to talk about is I had preconceptions about what meditation was. And uh, so I was kind of weirded out by the idea of doing it. And so I did, but actually when I was thinking back to it, I thought the way that she does it, uh, that she did it was sort of like, um, kind of like what we did, but different. It was a longer form thing than what we did, which by the way, for the listener, we, um, we did some guided meditations uh, from Headspace, which is like currently the most popular uh, meditation app. We did some uh, free ones that they have on YouTube. They have a 10 minute one. They had a couple of three minute ones and they had a one minute one, um, which I actually just redid the one minute one a little bit before we started. I wish, uh, one minute. <laughs> I, wish I did the one minute one. <laughs> yeah. The one minute one's great. Um, I mean, it's super short, but it, it was a nice, it's just basically like a second, like a moment yeah. to just like reset. Well, um, I mostly wish I just, I redid it prior to the podcast because I'll be honest, I was, I kind of dropped the ball on this one where the last time I did it was probably about a week ago and then I messed up. Was the, the, the week ago one, the one where you fell asleep? Yeah. Which I think is I mean, I know that you t do tend to fall asleep much more easily than me, but I almost see that De as depends. it kind of worked because you <laughs> relaxed a ton. <laughs> it, it depends. I can't, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I can't say it was for people listening. Oh, meditation works. Help me fall asleep. I can't say that. I was very tired at the same time too, because sometimes <laughs> my job can be very like, it's, it can have a lot of manual labor. And that was a particular day. I knew I had a lot of manual labor, so so I'll, I'll get into it later. But I, I I can't say that like oh it's just a cure off. You know, meditation it will help you fall asleep. Like because you might have fallen asleep anyway. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it was very relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my experience in the past with it was that um, uh, the person who ran it she guided us through like. Uh, what they usually do in these video meditations as well, which is um, like paying attention to your breathing, mm -hmm. breathing slowly in and out, which is kind of the core of meditation for what I understand is it's not really about doing much of anything, but it's about uh, being still and kind of turning off your thoughts. I, my misconception I had about it, which I've since um, kind of learned differently was that it was about turning off, off your thoughts or like getting rid of your thoughts. And that was basically impossible for me. I've always struggled with that. And it's kind of like if someone tells you not to, um, you know, think about something, you're probably. That, that's all you think about. Think, yeah, you're going to think about it. It's almost like that game they play now. On, uh, and I've seen it on um, uh, America's Funny Home Videos where they trick kids where they say they put like a piece of candy in front of them. It's it. And they, the parents walk out of the room, but it's being filmed. It's like, don't touch the candy. And they walk out of the room and sometimes the kid's good and doesn't eat it, but sometimes the kid's bad and eats it right away. Yeah. 
I mean, I, so that was my understanding uh, at the time. And so I did like the meditation, but I was thinking about stuff the whole time when she mm -hmm. was doing it. I was thinking about, man, this is weird. This is interesting. I wonder why they, why they, she says to do this and do that. And I was just so, it was also because it was the first time. And I think when something is a new experience that you've never done, you're naturally kind of like observing it and analyzing it. At least that's me. Cause I tend here. to do stuff like that. I tend to think a lot. So I was doing that during the part where we're supposed to be just focusing on the breathing. I was like, she was like, you know, imagine your breath, like going through your chest and now out to your arms, now down to your stomach and out down to your legs. And I was like, your breath's not really going down there. I wonder why she's saying that. I wonder yeah. if visualizing it helps you. And I was just thinking, thinking, thinking. <laughs> I thought it's funny. I've never been attached to all that stuff too, because it's like, it just doesn't make sense to me. You know, it's like, that doesn't make sense. I can't, whenever someone does that, I try, I really do try to picture myself doing that, but like, then I lose distract. Like I get distracted in my own mind. Like I remember doing, like thinking about like, breathe in, breathe out. It's like WandaVision was pretty good this week. I really love Paul Bentney. What's the first thing I've ever seen him in? Was it A Beautiful Mind? Or was it that movie with that Heath Ledger? Uh, I loved him in the Joker movie, that Joker movie. Oh, that Joaquin Phoenix played the Joker. Wait, what was I originally thinking about? Was it about Joaquin Phoenix? I'm not sure. It's like, hmm. That what else have really I seen? Yeah, <laughs> that must have been a thought you really had because that was a really perfect description of the. That was just an improv spot. I just came with that on the spot. Hey, nice job, <laughs> uh, man. So no, but I mean like that's yeah, like it's, that proves my true. point. That's how much I actually do do that. It, that comes so easily. <laughs> it to was me. easy for your mind to actually wander about it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I get that. Um. That's what my mind tends to do all the time. I mean, at least in that case, in that example, you're thinking about harmless positive positive yeah. things uh you know of course our minds can do that but it's like huh i wonder what's going to happen tomorrow oh i wonder if work's going to be bad oh this person's probably going to get mad at me hope i don't mess this up if i mess it up too many times i wonder if i'll lose my job if i lose my job what will i do will i be out on the street no i won't be out on the street i just have no money to pay bills and then if i don't pay bills see it's like you can do the same thing but with negative yeah. stuff and thankfully, that's yeah <laughs> thankfully um that doesn't really how my mind goes when I'm like pulling oh, down. It's just like, unfortunately, no, it doesn't really, I would say good for me. <laughs> and instead of like all worried about it, it just goes all down. Like, you know, it's like, a, I don't even think about anything else. It's just the mood down, you know? Ah, just the mood. So like for you, it's not so much a series of, um, it's not like a series of, of thoughts about why something is bad it's more just a lot of feelings that feelings, are depressed yeah, feelings it's usually the same like three feelings you know it's not like a bunch it's usually i just go over the same three feelings of why i'm down you know uh-huh uh-huh it's like almost a circle it's like a, like an infinite i get that the same things it's like i can obviously add to it but it just goes back to the same original problem of why i'm upset you know i get that i am definitely um, I'm definitely, uh, capable of doing that plenty of times as well, specifically like that circular thinking is definitely a thing where I'll go like, uh, I, I won't be that I'm like 
thinking like that, that train of thought example I gave where I'm thinking about a million things that one leads to the other leads to the other. Yeah. I do that sometimes because I do have anxiety and I, t- I do mm-hmm. tend to, I do tend to do that a lot where especially related to things that are out of my control or things like performance-based things like work, or if I have a show that I'm going to do or, you know, stuff like that. I will worry about all the possible things that can happen. But a very common thing is that circular, especially when you're feeling depressed or down, that circular thinking that's just like, uh, this isn't going to work out. Uh, and I feel horrible about it. And yeah, what could I do? Nothing. It's not going to work out. And then you just go in a circle like with like that with no real like resolution. Yeah. Um, so going back to the meditation thing, um, my, my experience in the past with trying to meditate has been similar to what you described where I don't know, the biggest thing I thought was, you know, you, all you're supposed to do is not think um, you're just supposed to like think about nothing. And I found that impossible. The more I would try, it would just be like stressful. And I'd be like, crap, yeah. I thought of a thought. Um, the thing that, that opened my mind a little more uh, recently was um, someone that I knew who does meditate uh, pretty frequently, who also has anxiety and depression, he was saying to me that it's not that he tries not to think, it's just that he doesn't judge his thoughts if he has them. So it's kind of almost the opposite. It's kind of like he lets the thoughts come, but then he just tries to like, let them keep going, basically. Like being like, oh, I thought of that. Okay. Yeah. It's like one thing I do find it hard to do is like all your trouble thoughts they just wash away like like a like a sea like that it's like that unfortunately doesn't work for me i've tried to make it work but like it just didn't seem to go away you know yeah well one of the things that that i think someone would say about meditation which again this is where i've been slowly having a little more success with it although i haven't every time hasn't been the same uh, as i've tried to do it uh is that and this is a weird thing but from a lot of people I've heard. And I think in some of the headspace meditations, I don't know if it's the ones you did, but in some of them, he even says this It's like, if your thoughts stay, he even says sometimes he's like, and let your thoughts go away. If they w- if they do, and if they don't, that's okay. Like part of the, the success. I, like that. I didn't hear that. I like that though. Yeah. It was in one of them. And I, maybe I, I might've latched onto it or noticed it more because I've heard someone else tell me that, that really, changed my whole perspective on it because before that it really wasn't working for me. Mm -hmm. And he said, like, he said kind of the point of meditation is that thoughts are going to come no matter what. And if a thought comes, our tendency, if we're trying to meditate is, is we're trying to do it perfectly, quote unquote. So it's like, if a thought comes, we go like, crap, there's a thought there. I can't get rid of it. And he said, and in the, and in the video, uh, the guided meditation, they say like, that's going to happen. That's okay. Part of successfully meditating is just accepting whatever happens. Basically being like, whatever happens, if it's that you tried, like, it's not even try not to think of something. It's just accepting whatever you're thinking about. And the big thing that I heard from my friend that I think is really helpful that helped me after trying it a few times, because I tried, I only think, I think I did it like the only thing one I think I repeated was the one minute one because it was so fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did it twice. And then I think I did one three minute one. I did the 10 minute one and I did another three minute one today, but I, I uh, stopped halfway through because I had to go to work. <laughs> so, um, 
So I didn't do that many, but I did a few. And I think what helped was like basically trying to not judge how I did, because I think one of the big things that makes the meditation hard is that you're thinking about how am I doing? Yeah. You know, like it's sort of like trying to not treat it as something you can pass or fail and trying to treat it as just something that's happening. And it's like, if it goes well, it goes not well, that doesn't really matter. And that really helped me because then the last couple of times I did it, I'll try to find the moment in, in the short meditation, if I can pull it up uh, and maybe I'll even like play it right now, like a little clip. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'll see if I can play that clip now. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's always been kind of a problem for me because sometimes I feel like that that type of stuff's kind of homework where I feel like, oh, I just failed this because I didn't let yes. it go over. Then that, that triggers anxiety and that freaks me out. Like, oh, I messed this up. It's supposed to be so yeah. easy. And it, and, um, and it freaks you out because it's the total opposite of your goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're trying to do it and then you're like, oh, well, I already failed because I... I, I messed it up like and that that is the opposite of what you want to think because that brings on the negative thoughts yeah and I remember totally. I remember doing it in karate and I just didn't really like it mostly because it almost felt like uh, I don't know if you were, did this when you were younger uh, like in kindergarten I think maybe in first grade the mandatory like nap time it's like I always just felt like okay this is stupid. I'm not tired. I don't want to go to sleep. And even though you're not meditating, you're going to sleep. It is you just close your eyes, breathing in and out. I was, it, it's a in, similar thing in karate. It just felt like, all right, I'm just waiting for this to be over. Can we just move on? Because Let's you're thinking on. I'm not yeah. going to be able to do it. So like now I'm just sitting here feeling stupid because I'm doing it, nothing. It's more like it, it was kind of forced upon me. Yeah. And it was like, this is going to be over soon. I have no real control over this. So what's the point? Right. And that's, yeah, I totally get that. That's a very common thing, I think. And I only know from my experience, but I have heard other people say it. But in my experience, that has been the thing where I would, I did try a few times throughout the years to try to just not think about anything, which is essentially meditating. Uh, but I thought of it that way, like just try hard not to think of anything. And I would just get, I'd be like pissed a little bit. I'd be like, what's the point? Like, no matter how hard I try, I'm going to have thoughts. So I, I give up. Um, and then I would just sit there kind of annoyed for a while. And I think it is very similar to kind of a mandatory nap time because I also, I know, again, I, I mentioned this, I've mentioned this before because I envy your ability to fall asleep. And I know that you're like, I wish I didn't randomly fall asleep as much. Um, well, it's, it's a curse and a blessing because um, yeah. sometimes I can fall asleep. There are times where it's like I'm up at two in the morning and I have to be up at three. <laughs> Yeah, of course. And, Not intentionally, and, and, yeah. yeah. And likewise, I guess, I, I, I always think <laughs> it sucks to just not be able to sleep, you know, ever on command. But I guess there are times where staying up has helped, where if I just was someone who just would randomly doze off, I would be pissed. But, um, but I think that it's very similar because it's like, all right, just fall asleep. Just let yourself go. Relax. I have that same frustration most nights unless I have my sleep medication, which I've been off lately. So I've been sleeping poorly, but when I have it, it helps. But when I don't have it. And so for most of my life, it started when I was in my teens trying to fall asleep would, would frustrate me, especially if there was silence mm -hmm. because uh, I, 
for a long time kind of depended on listening to a podcast or before that it was like a audio book or a radio drama to fall asleep because it I didn't actually fall asleep fast it just made it more bearable to sit there if I was distracted listening to something yeah I get it would that. still take me a long time to fall asleep so I would say you know I remember to my siblings or my mom or whoever when I was talking about it I would say it helps me fall asleep but not really it just <laughs> was more bearable to me than sitting in silence for the same amount of time, like for two hours with my thoughts, like just, just, just driving me crazy. So I preferred to be distracted and I still tend to do that. So I've learned through us trying to do this and through me trying to do meditation in the past that um, sitting in total silence for 10 minutes is very different than doing nothing, but listening to a podcast or watching a show for 10 minutes. Yeah. Your brain is in a very different state. Because your brain doesn't have to, like, you don't have to think about stuff or not think about stuff. You're just thinking about whatever the TV is telling you to think about or whatever the podcast is talking about. Um, whereas when it's silence, your mind is like, what are we going to do here? Are we going to be quiet? No, we're going to think about a million things. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, um, yeah, I can't do that. Well, I, I like, I listen to white noise because I think that helps mm. me sleep, but mm. I can't listen to like music or a podcast while I'm sleeping. Cause it keeps it, you up. Well, it, yes and no. It, I kind of, I don't know if any, anyone else has this, but I incorporate whatever's playing into my dream and it's almost painful, you know, <laughs> because it's, it's like, um, it's not like, I don't, I'm not aware that I'm dreaming, but it just feels like, like a song's playing and in my mind, that song is like, in my dream, it's like, and it's just like irritating. Like, why yeah. am I thinking of this? You know, it's funny. Uh, I never had that experience falling asleep listening to something, but I remember my dad, possibly my mom too. I'd have to ask her, but my dad, I, I know for sure, would was worried about me listening to stuff during the night mm -hmm. that I was going to be thinking about it all night, and that I wouldn't be able to get a good, healthy sleep. Um, I didn't have that experience, but what I have had a number of times is if my alarm is a song that I know, then what will happen in the, <laughs> in the dream is that at some point, one person in my dream that I know just starts singing the same part of the song over and over. Yeah. And I'm just going along trying to talk to a person being like, anyway. And then I'm like, why do they keep singing the first part of this song? And it starts driving me insane. And then pretty, I turn and I'm like, stop singing the song. And they just keep singing the song. Oh yeah. I've, I've had that too, but I it's put mostly your for little hand in mine. <laughs> it's mostly for, uh, it's mostly for like <laughs> alarms. And then I don't wake up. I just get frustrated. I won't shut up. But <laughs> it's an alarm, so it's not going to shut up. Yeah. As I tell it to. Yes. Sorry, I talked over, sung over you. I was just doing Groundhog Day. Yeah. I was committed to the bit. Um, sorry. But it's Groundhog Day. <laughs> I, I forget the opening of that. <laughs> uh, it's funny that I don't remember it exactly because we've seen, if you've watched the movie once, you've heard it dozens of times. You know what's um, weird? <laughs> I don't know if it's just me, but it just seems like. Uh, they're they're doing the plot of Groundhog's Day a lot more lately. Uh yeah. Well, I could think of two examples, but it's probably another one that I can think of. I'm thinking of Palm Springs and yeah, Russian which Doll. Which is very, very good. People listening. If I and would I, recommend yeah. I would recommend Palm Springs. It and, was very good. I would too. And I would also recommend Russian Doll. They're both great. 
The best um, part about, and this isn't a spoiler, because you find that out very quickly in the movie, is they don't spend, like, a, a, you know, in Groundhog Day, they spend a, a chunk of time uh, of him figuring out he's repeating the day. They don't do that in Palm Springs, which I really appreciate. Right. Agreed. Um, so when it comes to uh, the, the oh, oh, the other thing I was going to say was there have been weird times where uh, I, I'm in a dream and I'm talking to my friend and all of a sudden he just stares at me with blank expression and it opens his mouth and goes, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and it's the freakiest thing. And then I wake up and my alarm's going, ah, ah. That sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> it, when I'm picturing it now, it's very scary. And sometimes it was very unsettling in the dream. So my point is I, I'm able to listen to podcasts or music usually and fall asleep, but it never was a way for me to actually calm my mind. It was just a distraction. Mm -hmm. And I find it, the idea of like falling asleep when I have silence, uh, if I don't have some kind of medication to help me slow down my thoughts, because it is the, the meditation I, medication I take is for ADHD, for uh, my wandering mind. So it does help me just stop thinking about stuff, mm -hmm. which is amazing. Um, but I can't take that all the live long day. Uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't take it. Like every time I have a thought, just pop a pill, uh, have to actually <laughs> learn to deal with it. Uh, in addition to the medication, I have to learn how to like quiet my mind other ways. And so meditation is one I'm interested in, but I, despite the fact that I didn't have the exact same experience <laughs> as you this week, uh, I will totally agree. I've had your experience most of the times that I've tried to meditate, um, I've only like, um, recently started to have a little more success. And I think it's like anything, it takes practice. But I think the biggest think thing, so. yeah. I think the biggest thing that changed for me, though, that really helped me, like I said before, was thinking of it not as homework, not as a test, not as a challenge, but thinking of it as whatever happens during this time is okay. If I have thoughts, it's okay. Because I realized a big part of what made it a bad experience was the judgments I would pass on myself when I would have a thought, the negative feelings I would get when I go, Oh, I just thought of something. And so when I got rid of that and just went, that's fine. Pretty soon my mind was calming down because I didn't have those constant reactions. Mm -hmm. And so I, I would recommend trying it again. Doesn't, I don't know if meditation helps everyone equally, but I definitely think it is the kind of thing that I, I've had more success, the more I've done it. And I think it could be a lot better. I think I still don't do it that well, but the moments where I'm actually calm are like amazing. Like I've had a couple of minutes in like those five minute periods of time. Once or twice, I've had a minute that felt like it was like 20 minutes. Yeah. And that was so good that I said, I, I got to try it again. <laughs> I love, I've had that before, but mm. it's mostly, I'll admit, it's mostly when I'm sleep, but not even sleeping. It's just where I, man, maybe I, that kind of counts is sometimes I just close my eyes and just rest my head on my pillow and I mm. don't think about anything. That and is now, the same as, thing. <laughs> and now as I say this out loud, it says, actually, it's just sound like meditation, but I just never connected it to before. Nice. Well, that done, proves that it's possible for you. Yeah. I've done that before where it's like, I've just done that and just think about nothing. And then like, I think like, oh yeah, a long time has passed by. It's only been a few minutes and it's like the nicest feeling in the world. Isn't it wonderful? Yeah. I've only had that feeling a couple times. I've had it a couple times out, like two times out of the 
you know, 10 or so times that I've tried some form of meditation. Um, and I think I've had it, I think I've had it sometimes right after putting down a book, after getting lost in a book for a long, like a long period of time. I remember one time, <laughs> one time I was teaching at, um, at the music studio that I taught at for like seven years. Yeah. Um, until recently, uh, I was teaching pretty much full time there or part time, but it was a lot of students. And, um, I remember one day I hadn't read a book on my break for a long time. And then I randomly bought, brought a book in that I was liking at the time that I was into. I sat down and I had a wonderful uh, five minutes of just reading this book and getting lost in the story. And it was that kind of same kind of feeling as beautiful, except it wasn't five minutes and someone came in and was like, uh, your students are waiting for you. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Like, I was like freaking out. And then I went down. It hadn't been that long, but it had been like 15 minutes. So they yeah. were been waiting for like five minutes and or more and like came up and was like, are you OK? And I was like, ah, <laughs> it broke the peaceful feeling. But for those for those 15 minutes, I was feeling this blissful, like I'm not thinking about the outside world at all. Yeah, and I, that stuck with me. I was like, that's great. So it's, I will um, agree with you. That feeling is magical. It's a lot like the plot of soul. <laughs> True. Well, okay. Interesting. Um, Which soul, if you don't understand, is a Pixar movie that's on Disney Plus. <laughs> True. Our, our, my wishful sponsor is Disney Plus. Uh, <laughs> so I, it's funny because in there's another concept that's very similar to meditation and it's actually it's kind of related to meditation which is called a flow state have you ever heard that term before i don't um, remember if they use it in the movie or not um maybe i don't know I, re I really don't know i don't know if they actually use it in the movie but they the part early on in soul no spoilers it's it's an early part but where he's playing the piano and you see it, it reminds me a lot of the ratatouille scene where he's like tasting things and it goes yeah. black and then there's these colors similarly where he's he's playing piano and he's getting lost in it and then everything around him turns black and it's just the music around him uh that's our thing in life called the flow state and i learned about it actually because of competitive super smash bros um <laughs> because uh i was listening to a podcast that somebody i know does called beyond the metagame but it's about like video games and specifically smash bros but like your mentality while you play them and how yeah. to be competitive and have a better mentality and they talked about the flow state which is this concept it's basically like a meditation but you're doing something so it's when you're you're so totally absorbed in what you're doing whether it's playing piano or playing video games or skiing or something, you get so focused and absorbed that the whole world is like shut out. Mm -hmm. And you, that's when like artists or, or um, competitors or like, you know, uh, people who do sports or whatever, it's when they ha do their best stuff. It's like a lot of times people have been in that place when they've like, that state of mind where they've like uh, broken records and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just all it is, you know, is the con. I mean, again, it depends on how you look at it. I don't really look at it this way. This is actually why I used to growing up. I was kind of like turned off by meditation because I only knew about transcendental meditation, like the Buddhist kind of thing, which is yeah. just where you're like, it's 
where it's they're considering that you're on like another plane of existence and your your energy you're tapping in to uh like you know uh another plane of existence and i don't personally believe that so i was like well i don't i don't need to go to another plane of existence i just want to think about less stuff yeah i never understood <laughs> i never understood that personally like I have, I have nothing against it i just i I don't know how that that works at all. Right. So I kind of always thought that that's the only thing that meditation was. And if I didn't believe that, then what would meditation do? But just from a brain. So, so there's a way of looking at the flow state, which is more like spiritual, but there's also just a scientific thing about the flow state, which is just, it's just as simple as just like, just like meditation could be really spiritual, or you can just look at it as it's just when your, your mind is calm it's the same thing with the flow state, which it can just mean when you're so absorbed in what you're doing that you don't worry about anything else. Mm -hmm. And I've had that playing music a few times where I was playing at a show or something and then time slowed down. And then like, it didn't actually slow down, but I was so focused that I stopped thinking about anything else. Yeah. And so I, I, they talk about that in soul. And I think th that's very similar to what you're talking about. You can get so focused on something that uh, you just have that same kind of wonderful feeling like I had with the book that I was reading. I was so absorbed in it that I was like, like the world didn't exist, you know, for yeah. a while. And it's nice because when I've, when I've had success with meditation, when I've calmed my mind, it almost feels like you're, to me, it almost feels like I'm getting time back in my life. <laughs> the yeah. time that I wasted by being anxious, it kind of sounds crazy, but I, I really feel like it feels true to me because it's not about how much time you have. It's about how you spend it in life, yeah. I feel like. And I've spent a lot of my life worrying and just not being in the moment because I've been so focused on all this stressful stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, every time that I have a moment where I'm totally peaceful and calm, even if it's only been like in the last like year, even if it's only been like a minute here, a minute there, here and there, it really is feels great, you know? Yeah. And I think if someone can get that through meditation, then great. But if you can get it through laying on your bed and just shutting off the world or by reading a book or by playing a video game or playing music, I think it all counts, you know? I don't think you have to do it through a Headspace video if you can find another way. Yeah, Personally. it's like um, I kind of think that way about movies too. It's like I know everyone gets lost in movies, but I love it like the fact that like if it's such a good story, you you kind of forget everything about you, and you're so invested in this one particular story. Like mm. it's like you forget there's an outside world. Yeah, and that's a funny thing that even visually, it's a funny thing that our brains can do with a movie screen. You could be watching a movie if it's a good enough movie. You could be watching it on a phone screen. Oh yeah, and, you forget about it. You forget it, that there's it, literally stuff you can see outside of the phone screen. I know <laughs> it, it. It's weird how we think of that. It's like it literally goes away. It's like it's not even like you're watching it on like a small thing anymore. And then suddenly, it's like you're watching on a IMAX wraparound screen. It, it's almost like it's you're. <laughs> like in that like if it's in a park you're in that park you're in that apartment building even though you can't yeah. like obviously you, you don't have the feeling that you're there but like it feels like you're there it does that didn't, that didn't make sense but <laughs> i knew what I'm, you meant yeah you don't have a physical sensation yes but you have the emotional feeling that you are there yeah yeah i totally agree and and um and i think it can happen with a good book as well 
And I, I've experienced it with, uh, I, I don't read as much these days and I, I, I've been slowly trying to read more um, because I miss it. But I used to read 24-7 and I would get lost in books all the time because I would be reading like fantasy books and I would be, it's like for like, while I was like walking, because I would literally be one of those people who would like walk around with a book in my hand, like not looking up, like eating breakfast and like walk over, brush my teeth, go, <laughs> go out the door. And I had the book in my hand. Like it was like phones now, like me with a book as a kid. I get a, uh, <laughs> I get a really get reacquired with books. Maybe that'd be one thing we do on the podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. A little book club week. Yeah. Well, we could, I'm, uh, uh, it, I don't consider it the same because it's pictures, but like I'm tr- currently trying to read a comic at the moment. Cool. I mean, it still can get you lost in a story and that's similar. The thing about me with comics though, is the pictures, I think distract me a little too much interesting because so you I almost always, want to just read it because the thing about it is when you're reading it you can imagine the scenarios going on but when it's a comic it, it it's very little to the imagination of like how you perceive what's going on because it's shown to you mm. and i can't change that in my mind that's just the way i am because i'm being shown that scene so it's like, okay, I can't, I can't see this going any other way than this, even though I don't like it because this uh, is provided for me. And I'm also in that weird mindset where like, I can't change it. It's, it's already set for me. Where I get like, it. Yeah. Like, you know how like some people like, which one of my biggest pet fees is even if the show is not great, if, but you're watching a television show or, and it gets canceled and it ends on a cliffhanger. So you're like, what happens next? And some people are like, oh, make up your own ending. It's like, I can't do that. I didn't provide the information for this show. So I need the person who made it to tell me what happens. Otherwise, I'm lost. <laughs> ah, it's, a, know, it's, a, it's not fulfilling. It. It's like, even if I wanted to go this way, I know in my heart and my mind that these characters might not go that way because I didn't write them. Yeah. So you have a real like connection to the original person's intent. And if they're, and and, and sometimes (laughs) if you're being given like a narrow direction and you don't like the direction, it can be frustrating because you can't change it. Like, yeah, because let's just say like, um, uh, these two people you want to get together, but they never did. And so maybe it's like someone says, Oh, just in your mind, they went together. It's like, no, because (laughs) evidence provided to me is like, even though I want them together, they didn't end up together. So I can't. So that's, you're not one of those people who does like ships with characters. You're like, where you're like, Oh, in my mind, these people are a couple. It's something I like, like, but I wish I can't ever do that because the the source material never provided me that. So it's dead to me. (laughs) (laughs) They're dead to me. Um, Nick, you've just taught me a lot about, after all these years of us talking about movies together, yeah. you and that sentence about uh, about that or those few sentences have just taught me like so much more about how you see movies because now I understand a lot of times you'll get, you'll not, well, you'll get frustrated, but you'll, you'll be talking about a movie and you'll be like, you'll be like really down on the movie. Like you feel like it sucks and you don't say it sucks, but I go like, is it bad? And you go like, well, I really hated it. Because <laughs> this character did this, and I can't believe they would do that. Yeah. And when I look at it, 
I won't say that I experience it. The, I don't, I'm not saying that I go like, if someone, a character doesn't do what I want them to do, then I go like, oh, I imagine they did something else. I don't do that. But it doesn't bother me as much. And now that you've explained that, I can totally understand why it bugs you more than me. Yeah, it, I, I get betrayed by the fictional character. <laughs> but I understand now. And that, I'm really happy that you shared it because now I'm like, it totally makes sense to me. And before, I didn't quite understand why. But now that you've explained your thought process, I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. So, hey, I learned something. It's weird because I'm not, I'm not like... I'm not crazy. I'm not fooling <laughs> or kidding myself. I'm, I can, I can understand the difference between reality and fiction. It's just that in a story, I just, if it's not told in a certain way, because I'm just a sucker for a good story, then I can't get behind some of the facts just because right. it's just, that's what you provided to me. It's they like, kind of lose you. You're like, like, Oh, well now I don't like this character anymore. Or I'm mad at this character. Cause they just how, went yeah. the way. However, it can be fixed, and we actually talked about this because um, I remember I very, very disliked the movie X-Men The Last Stand. Right. I, I hated the way it ended. I didn't think it was, it was this ugh, mess, and the, di- oh, the dialogue was terrible, but whatever. But in Days of Future Past, it fixed all that, so now I can appreciate The Last Stand now. Yeah, we were just talking about that, and I agreed, but I realized now I wasn't quite experiencing it the same way as you, because you were literally like, you were like, until that movie came out, you were like, I am not happy about where the characters are, because yeah. in your mind, you're thinking about, well, now that the writers did this, and they've ruined the, the way it was going, now the characters ended here, so that's where I see them. And then when Days of Future Past comes out and changes the timeline, you're like, hey, I'm happy now, because even if I watch... The last stand again, I'm less mad because I know the characters end up in this different place later. Yeah. And that's why uh-huh. I even enjoy Logan even more too, because technically it isn't really connected to the it's like a separate it's like a separate universe from the mm-hmm. other movies. So it's like it's it's kind of its own thing. It like branched off it basically i the way i see that and the, even the directors and said that, that it's like in a different dimension if if the characters went to a different sections you know what i mean it's kind of hard to explain no i understand it's it's, it's, like, it's in the marvel universe but it's a different parallel universe yeah it's and, like a multiverse know. it's like another you know how like the, uh different worlds the theory where like in one universe you flip a coin it's tails and the other one it's heads that's that's what i get out of that yeah um tying it back to meditation because i thought that was yeah. a really interesting uh direct like path we just went down it really is a lot about how we think about things how we perceive things and uh and how we can get lost in things and the takeaway that i'm taking from this week is that i mean my personal takeaway is i want to keep practicing meditation because i think it helps me to get there but what i've learned from talking to you about it and from talking it out my own thought process about it is that almost meditation is shouldn't really be about the action of doing it it should be about the end goal Mm -hmm. meaning if you're thinking of meditation as the, the, the thing that you're supposed to get right, we've both experienced, yeah. it kind of doesn't do anything for you. You just end up frustrated because you're like, <laughs> it's like, you're never going to perfectly meditate, meaning you're never going to actually like, unless you get a lobotomy, you're not going to just empty your mind of thoughts a hundred percent. So I almost think it's better to think about it as 
my goal is that I want to learn over time to accept my mind, accept mm -hmm. my thoughts and stop getting mad at myself for being or thinking a certain way. And if you think about it that way, at least for me, that's actually kind of deep because a lot of the struggles I've had in my life has been that I am a very harsh critic of myself and I, my anxiety comes from, yeah, my anxiety comes from not wanting to screw up and then, and then being mad at myself that I screwed up. And a lot of times the people in my life, I'll be like really distraught and upset and self-critical and insecure. And the person that I'm talking to about all these fears and failures, and a lot of times it's you, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's other people too, for sure. But that person will a lot of times say to me, I don't think that uh, you're doing that bad or I, or I don't think everything's as bad as it seems or like you're, I don't think of you that way. And it, sometimes that helps me because then I realize, oh wow, a lot of this pain almost all the pain is, is being inflicted by me on myself by how harshly I judge my actions and my mm -hmm. thoughts. If I can slowly learn by meditating, it's almost like I'm not learning to empty my mind as much as I'm learning to go through the process of trying to be quiet and then dealing with reality, which is yeah, my, I still have random thoughts or I still get randomly distracted here, upset, and then learning to go, and that's fine. Yeah. Like I don't, that's okay. I'm just a human. And, and that is how you can learn. I feel like to have more peace. Yeah. Know? Life is hard. Like you can, you can never prepare for life. You can try to, but then life hits you and you it goes a different direction than you expected. Because life is a lot of things that don't go well. <laughs> Most yeah. of the time life is That's a lot true. of hoping for one thing and getting another thing. But if yeah. we can learn to be content with that, then life is, is way better. I remind reminded of a, a scene from, I think it's it's either Bruce Almighty or Evan Almighty, but it's Morgan Freeman as God, and I think it's I think it's Evan Almighty and Steve Carell's going like, oh God, I can't do this right now. I can't build an arc. I got plans, and then Morgan Freeman starts laughing like, <laughs> if it was like, build what? an arc, then yeah, it's Evan Almighty. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I realized it was Evan Almighty, uh, but Steve Carell's saying that. And, uh, and, and he's laughing and then Warren Freeman is just laughing insanely. And, and, and he's like, what's so funny. And, and Warren Freeman's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> your plans. <laughs> and he's just dying. And yeah. it's like, and that's the classic phrase. If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Cause our plans are just kind of unrealistic goals we have, or they're things that might happen. And a lot of life is, I'm still struggling with this, but I, talking about it is helping me just yeah. a lot of life is accepting that things are going to happen the way they're going to happen. And that's okay. Like when, just keep doing things, you know, <laughs> even if they don't go right the first time, keep making art, even if you have to make it 20 times before it's good. Yeah. It's funny. I didn't mind that movie Evan almighty, but then I read something that like was wicked critical to now to it. And I'm like, that's the only thing I can see now. Like, Oh, <laughs> So it's like God's God is evil in that movie because he made a decent guy look crazy, made him build an ark for a flood that God could control for his own amusement. Oh, apparently. you mean because because in that in that movie there is no like oh there is a flood that happens, yeah. but it's not like it's it's it could have not happened basically because it's not like 
recreating the world. He tells them it's going to be this big floods coming. And it's just this like little trip down like a, a river to yeah. the state capital. <laughs> I mean, I think that one of the things about that movie is I watched it many times when I was younger, like when it came out and I liked it a lot. And then later, and I had seen Bruce Almighty and thought it was really funny. Um, but I ended up really liking it. And th it's the opposite for me. Uh, I've heard so many people criticize the movie, but it just can't shake my enjoyment. Cause I'm like, I know it's dumb because there's a moment where he's in a car and there's a bunch of animals in the back, there's sheep in the back, and he just yells, yeah. sheep! And I laugh. Well, there's it's some very funny, dumb. <laughs> there's, some, there's some funny parts. Like there are, yeah. He, he goes to the office with the long beard, they're all like freaking out, like, <laughs> yeah. what the hell? You look like a bum in a suit. Yes, uh, I think it's a silly, sometimes like, dumb movie, but it has a nice message and it has a... Yeah. It has just it just makes me laugh. So I yeah I, I don't mind like, that it's like people don't, you don't think get it's it. That good. When I shave the beard, it grows back. It's like yes. Then you shave again. <laughs> oh yeah, that's Wanda Sykes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Wanda yeah, Sykes think, is. Fun. Oh no, yeah. it's not. It's is it Jonah Hill or is it um the it's guy from Jonah all Hill. the Christopher it's, Guest movies? I, um, that guy, I think. Yeah, <laughs> but Wanda Sykes is funny in it too. I, He's I, always funny. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. I love all the rabbit trails we've taken a kind of great uh, for our listeners, a great example of our wandering minds. <laughs> and I've enjoyed every minute of it, Nick, honestly, this night, this, this is was very nice. I, I, you know, it was very meandering, but it's kind of what I needed. It's, yeah. it's my, my own sort of meditation tonight because Same here. <laughs> it was a distraction and it was also a way to just shut out the world around us and just get lost. It's almost like we were in a flow state of, of, random goofy conversation nice. <laughs> <laughs> i tied it all together nick i did it are you proud of me uh yes yay <laughs> that's all i wanted <laughs> approval um <laughs> so uh i wanted to uh do a couple things as we wrap up we're gonna this is kind of gonna become part of the structure of the show uh it may evolve in a meditative way i will say if it changes that's okay but right now are two things we end the podcast with this one i remembered what i wanted to call it it is a tiny brand new action a tba tiny brand new action and it's just us doing a little mini thing to step out of our comfort zone a little mini new experience uh and uh the one that i'm suggesting for today is a word of the day which we did a few episodes ago the word of the day today is pleonasm Pleonasm. P, yeah, not bad. P L E O N A S M. You got me with the asm because that could be kind of bad. <laughs> Pleonasm is not what you think, whatever you're thinking. It's the use of more words than necessary to express an idea. So it's like, let me try to explain pleonasm with a pleonasm. Pleonasm is when you take like your vocabulary and you overfill it to the brim. And then you take the, the words that you're trying to use to express the idea and you like stack them and stack them and stack them. And the idea is like really small. And you're taking that, uh, those words and you're like building and building and building them. And those words, the idea just stays smaller and smaller and smaller. And uh, it's redundant. Nice. Yeah, I could have just said the definition. So I, I would have, uh, I had a dirty joke. I was going to say, <laughs> but I am not going to say it now because uh, the 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 certain viewers I think will be listening to this. Oh, it's just small children. Yes. 
It's more of the fact that, like, what, what if one of our moms listens to this? Oh, mine probably will. So I don't want to do that. Hi, mom. Uh, <laughs> um, now I feel like my mom's going to gonna talk to me after this podcast episode and be like i don't want to ruin your podcast say what you want to say where did I, where did i go wrong <laughs> where did nick go i'm very worried about nick no she's not gonna say that she's no. not gonna say that <laughs> yeah. i'll just i'll just stop getting message from you one day you just completely ghost me mom said i can't talk to nick then anymore. i then i look at the artwork for this podcast and my head's being replaced by someone it's just, else it's by my mom it's yeah. me and my mom talking about new experiences uh yeah well, thanks, Mom, and anyone else who's listening. Uh, I had a new bit of information I wanted to share with the listeners, and I'm very excited. Nick and I are both very excited about this. We have a Twitter account, and we have an email, and you can send suggestions for new experiences you think we should try and get into. You can either email us, and the email is tryingbasicallyanything at gmail.com. That's trying basically anything tba at gmail.com and then also we have a twitter it's just at tba suggestions tba that's tango bravo alpha i think is alpha the first term in the military alphabet i believe so yeah tango bravo alpha now that is a reference to the podcast i referenced earlier beyond the metagame because they would say it's BTM. That's Bravo, Tango, Mike. So we're just referencing other podcasts all the live long day. And I love it. Check all of those out. But yes, if you have a suggestion for a new experience you think we should try, it could be media. It could be food. It could be a class we could take. It could be uh, a, a, a hobby we could try taking up. And pretty much anything, an art or a craft. Who knows? Um a new form of media, uh, you can either email us at tryingbasicallyanything at gmail.com or TBA suggestions on Twitter. And we're really excited to hear your suggestions. Anything else you'd like to add, Nick? I feel very satisfied with this episode. I'm almost, pretty satisfied. Almost zen-like. The thing that the person said in the meditation that I really liked, and I'll close it with this, is uh, he said, uh, take this moment to be still. Allow the mind. And then he says, let the mind be still. Be still if, if it wants, wants to. to. And I like that because sometimes the mind doesn't want to. And just allow whatever feelings arise to come to the surface. It's so rare that we pause and allow these feelings any space. But it's so important that we do. If it helps as you sit there, you can just gently place your hand on your stomach. And just feel that rising and falling sensation. Know that as you follow that sensation... There's no real goal to the exercise. We're just pausing, allowing the body to be present with any sensations, any feelings, allowing the mind 
to experience any thoughts, any feelings. And just creating a space in which we can be quiet and still. If it's meant to be, let it be, let it be, baby, just let it be. Yes. And that is by, wait, I got this, uh, Florida Georgia Line. Correct. Yes. Actually, I'm a fan of them. I like that song a lot. Uh, and also, of course, let it be, let it be, let it be. Oh, let it be. Applebee's, Applebee's. <laughs>